You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. Welcome. You are locked on the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the editor of Smoking Cuban, and not part of the Jiverson fan club. What you got for me, Isaac? Don't label me as a Jiverson hater. <laughs> it's not Dwight Powell. You were not. You were not on the Jiverson wagon. The gyrosphere. <laughs> I'll get to Jiverson in a second. I actually have a funny story for you. Go. A quick story. So one of my employees at work, uh, she is a a girl uh, by the name of Karen, she and she's super sweet. What? She is a girl. She is a girl. <laughs> and a uh, super sweet girl. And uh, we were talking about basketball, and she knew, you know, she knows I do Maverick stuff, and she's from Denver. And she or she grew up in Denver. And she's like, "Is the Nuggets supposed to be good this year?" <laughs> I love I when like, pe- I love when people ask me the question about the team that they are from, like the place where they're from. Yes, such a great question. And I was like, "You know what? They're they actually are like they're a lot of people think they're going to make the playoffs." Yeah. And she says, "Who is good on the team?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, well, they got this like tall, like big white dude that's their best player." She goes. Is it Birdman? <laughs> I was like, "What?" First off, like, how do you even know? Like, Is it what Birdman? She's like, "That's one of the only hey, Nuggets I, I knew." I bet she saw that Michael tattoos. Keaton movie and was like, thought that it was him, like <laughs> the whole time. She's like, "Man, they took it in one shot, so it must have been a documentary about that basketball player." <laughs> Oh, but anyway, I was like, no, it's not Birdman. It's his name's Jokic, and I spelled it for her. And she's like, does he have like really short hair? I was like, yeah. She's like, really tall and white? I was like, really yeah. Tall. She was like, he sucks. Oh, like, what? No. I was like, no, 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 no. I just, so, uh, anyway, you just asked me it, who is good on the team, and then you're just I like, know. no, no, he's, he actually sucks. You don't know anything. I know the things. <laughs> yeah, so we, uh, we got a good laugh about that. That's but. so great. I'm not a Jiverson hater though. Don't label me as that. It's just I, I it's just because of our board good. bet. It's just because I got I, I'm only going to win a certain number of these. So I still I, think Dozier should make the roster over him. I mean, you really do? I absolutely after do. after tonight even. Okay, if we're going to go in, go ahead and go into this. I'm just going to go this. into it. Seven games, average 19 points a game, six four. Who is John Jenkins? <laughs> like we went through this before like we went through this uh, a 6-4 guard Gian Clavel is 6-4 and we went through this whole like hey combo 6-4 guard thing that does really good in preseason all he does is score like I mean I know Clavel had like 5 assists 5 rebounds tonight but like I don't know it's just uh, I'm not a hater it's just how our roster is constructed I want something that can give you more. And Dozier is six six. He has the physical frame. He he's throwing down dunks just with you know, right along with Dennis in pregame warmups. He has that. He hit a couple threes tonight. Like he airballed a three tonight too. Are we gonna go there? 
He did airball a three. He airballed a three. He hit. He went Dennis long. airballed his first one too, but we're not going to shout from the rooftops for him to be done. Yeah, but man, Dennis showed us some more stuff in this game that got me. Ooh, got me excited. Dennis is awesome. But anyway, I just want. I don't. I don't know what all of our guards off the bench can score. And I mean, it's not like this guy's going to play. Whoever this last. Yeah, spot right. Is I mean, at this two. point, we're we're arguing about you know. Brusino, basically the equivalent of Brusino yeah. from last year. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like you know, if Clavel gets out, I'm be like, okay, it's cool. Like, yeah, I mean, his outside shot looks great. Yep. So, I mean, I'm not gonna be like upset about. It. I'll be upset if Brandon Ashley gets it. You know, <laughs> like they I don't started want him. him to... They started him again at three today, and I just so weird. I don't know. Before the game, I was like, I have questions about this. <laughs> like, I just, so weird. I just don't understand what they're doing with Brandon Ashley at three. They just really have no other choice. Like why wouldn't they start Clavel at three? That's my question. He would be better on Bembry than than Ashley was. Start Dozier at three. Yeah, or do that. I would be better. You know, I would rather do that. There's just too many. Yeah. There's just too many bigs in this. You know, second this. Uh, this. You want to call it a neutered squad? <laughs> the squad with less people. We just we yeah. just scheduled Lakers a neuter appointment. So uh... it's, on, it's on the brain. Poor guy, man. He's he's gonna be a forty year old virgin. He's <laughs> man. If he makes it to forty, that's bad news for us. I'll be like, I'll be sixty something. Be retirement. He'll be still rolling around. So, all right. So you're you're not on the Jiverson train still. You're. Still... I'm not on it. I if I had to pick, I'm still picking Dozier. I'm still standing true to that. Like I want, I need somebody that has a defensive like. And yeah, I mean, I, we just don't need another scoring guard. So, if you, could, I think he's fine. If you could remove Motley from the two-way spot, would you add Dozier no. and Clavel? So you take, no, you take Motley. I like the idea of having like two different like positional players. Two different like kind I like. Of players. Yeah, yeah, I like the idea of a big man and then like a backcourt wing guy. That's fair. I would do the same thing. I just wondered if you would. Just like I, just like we said, we wouldn't like Motley and Kleber together on a two-way. Even though they're kind of different, you know, even though they're still playing a four or five type yeah, of role. Yeah, they're like the inside-outside bigs, but even, yeah. then, even then you're getting the same thing. If you – let's – because the way Carlisle talked about these two-way spots on media day, when I asked him, he said, you know, they're basically going to use them in, if they have needs. <laughs> you know, basically, like they're just going to be the glue that just comes in and fills, you know, just gaps. Not glue, cock. How about that? They're just going to be the cock that fills in these <laughs> these spaces in the the roster. So, yeah. And that and that and that's something with like Clavel and Dozier. If you're wanting something, like if you're want, needing somebody that you can plug in, if you have two people that get hurt, you know, in the first week, you know, off the, let's say Devin and, and JJ or something, and they're both out, you can bring up somebody like a Clavel and plug them right in, yeah. and he could you know get buckets, whatever. But if you're wanting somebody to develop in that two-way spot, and that could be better in the long run in all aspects of the game with this frame and just everything, then it's Dozier, and that's what I'm looking for. So, And mainly because we are this like rebuilding squad right now that we're not competing for titles. You know, If we're competing for titles, somebody like Golden State, they might need a two-way guy that can, in dire needs can plug in and play ASAP. Well, we're not in that spot we're developing we're you know different stuff like that so 
that's my mindset. But like I said, I would not be upset one bit if Jean gets a spot somehow. Jiverson's plus minus tonight was 20. <laughs> that's insane. The next highest was uh, Withy at 12. The next highest after that was Dozier at 9. And it's like that Antonio uh, Blakeney for the Bulls the other day. He had a negative 37. <laughs> that's not that's not like that at all. <laughs> a, a minus 30. No, I was just talking about like crazy. An guy. outlier. Yeah, like an outlier yeah. plus minus. Sometimes plus minus. It's so funny who's like has a really, really good one randomly. Like Brandon Ashley had one that was crazy and he had, he played 10 seconds the other night or something. Oh, yeah. He was minus one and he played 10 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> You're like, man, that that stat that we were all joking about it in the press room, but. All right, the the Clavel Dozier debate continues. How much do you think we're gonna, even, how much do you think we're going to see them in the uh, in the final game? Well, one, I don't even know if it's a debate right now. I feel like I'm on a lonely island with Dozier. I think tweet us, tweet us if you're still on the Dozier camp. Uh, which I would understand if you're not. Like I totally get the hype around Clavel right now. Um, Clavel five of ten from three. 19 points, 5 assists, 5 rebounds, 1 turnover, 1 steal. 2 fouls. Yeah, he was balling. 34 minutes. That's it. That's what you take. That'd be awesome. He was balling. Zero, um, zero Iverson moves. All right. Zero Iverson. Uh, you asked, what did you ask me? How do we are we going to see him? Yeah, because um, we didn't see any of, you know, any of the real players basically besides, you know, the, any of the real any of the real players besides no Nerlens, Yogi, and Dennis, and then uh, they, who all set out Car- again? Carlisle said they're going to place all of them. I mean, Dirk, Wes, Harrison Barnes, uh, JJ, Devin Harris, Dorian also sat out. Um, so you know, you saw none of the, those players in this game. Carlisle said they are going to play in the you know the final game. So is he going to play them? You know, just the first half, or are we talking about you know he's going to try to play them like a real game? What do you think we're going to look at? You're going in this final preseason game. It's it's today, by the way. If you guys listen to this on Friday, the game is today. Yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about it more in a second. You know, uh, we'll have to see if Dennis plays. I would kind of be surprised yeah, we'll if he talk, does. We'll talk about that. Um, I think he. You'd think that they would just play caution and say, "Hey, just take the day off." And um, if that's the case, then we very well could see it and see it beyond um, the you know end of garbage time minutes really but i don't know it'll be it'll be interesting to see do they put the big man debates another debate too uh, we can talk about it in a second but um i don't know i think we'll see for the most part we'll see the you know the regulars right off the beginning see how the you know stuff's going if dennis is out how that throws off you know rotation stuff or whatever but it'll be uh it'll still be fun to watch tomorrow night i'm looking forward to it. i should be able to watch that tomorrow night or Friday night. Yeah, I'm interested. And let's talk about the big man debate. So we all, we barely saw Salah in this game. And I feel like that was by design. Barely saw Motley. I feel like that was by design. Carlisle really wanted to see what he had in, I guess, Brandon Ashley, but mostly in, you know, uh, Kleber or Kleber. He played, he played him, you know, just about 25, just under 25 minutes. The guy had 16 points. Four rebounds, two assists, uh, three turnovers, and he shot four of eight from three. And 
just did everything that you would want him to do. You know, he hit some threes. He was available on the outside. You know, he was a plus nine, like we said earlier, um, which is the second highest on the team. Next or the third highest on the team, same as uh, Dozier's. So, Maxi Kleber, I am I am all over. He, he's one of my guys now. I've I've adopted him as one of my guys. I am I am all of six days older than him in real life, and. Uh, yeah, he's one of my guys now. I want him to be on the team. <laughs> uh, and some of his threes, there wasn't just wide open threes. Like some of his threes are like catch and shoot right in somebody's face. It's quick. Uh, he's got the he's got this little quick set shot. He doesn't jump much with it, but uh, he actually had some post moves too, which were uh, which are interesting. There was a shot that he hit in. Let's see if I can find where it was. With two minutes and twenty five seconds left in the first quarter. He dirked it right in the post. He had his back to the basket, turn around, threw the knee up, fit, leaned back, faded it right into the basket. And I was like, oh, what? It's like a dream come the true. The kid from Wurzburg. That was, <laughs> it was pretty awesome. And then right after that was the Jiverson four-point play <laughs> that he missed the free throw, but still. The one where, like he, crazy fall. where he flipped all the, way, all the way over and his legs were sticking up in the air. It was um, pretty ridiculous, but that was a pretty good sequence for those two guys who uh, I think pretty much stole this game, those two dudes. So let's – we're talking about the big man kind. Let's – me and you just throw out our predictions going into the last game. All right. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read off the roster locks at this moment. Yeah. Dennis, JJ, and Yogi is three. Okay. Wes, Seth, and Devin, yeah. six. Barnes and Finney Smith is eight. Yep. Dirk, Dwight Powell, McRoberts. Yeah. That's 11. Nerlens is 12. Okay. You, so, you didn't, 12. so you didn't put Measury in there? No. Roster locks. Like, none of those guys were even debating on them not being on the roster. Yeah. Like, those 12 are locks. Right. So that gives us three more spots. We're not going to count Motley. And one two-way spot. So it gives you three three spots between Salah... Jeff Withy, Kleber, Clavel, and Dozier. And then can we and both then a, can we both and, agree? And then a two way spot. Yes. Can we both agree that Wayne's and Ashley is no chance? There's no chance for Wayne, okay. for Wayne specifically. Ashley, I don't know, ten percent. There's just like I don't know. Yeah. Something. So but. so let's so that gives three roster spots and a two way four spots. If we, you know, three locks, three lock roster spots, we don't, we don't even know if one of these guys is going to get the two way. I mean, they could, it would make sense, but it, but the Dallas doesn't have to do that. Just to throw this out there, uh, the two guys of all those that you, you listed with guaranteed contracts are Measury and Kleber. Uh, Kleber's is less than a million, but it is guaranteed. Uh, with these is not guaranteed and neither is the other three camp guys. So just to throw that out there as, you know, roster implications uh that that puts a little bit you know on cleaver making the roster they'd have to you know stretch him or do something with it you know his yeah his contract which, da- so. which dallas has made known before that they, they don't care right we and we so they will we've said that several times on the podcast but just to you know put that yeah, out yeah, there yeah. Is that's that's where we are so so the final three roster spots are you comfortable with making a, a guess at it my, or what you think those three will be? What I want. Because it's, 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 
<laughs> no, what what you think think will happen with the last three spots? All right, let's do think and want. How about that? We'll just we'll do two ways. <laughs> so, what okay. I think will happen is they'll take Measury. Ah, this is hard. I think I think Measury will stay on the on the, on the roster. Okay. I think they'll take Clavel on the roster. Gosh. And I think they'll take Kleber. And then they'll put okay. Dozier as the other two-way. And that's also what I want to happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think will happen. I, Yeah. Because of the guaranteed, because of, you know, the spots that they play. I just Like we've talked about before, I just can't see them having Withy and Measury and Noel. With Dirk starting at five, <laughs> like yeah. it just doesn't make any sense. With also Motley, don't forget about Dwight Powell. Come on, Dwight Powell um, is, is only a four now, apparently. So he hit a couple threes tonight. Is there a situation? One. And I'm throwing this out there: Is there a situation to where Salah and Withy does not make the roster? Neither of them. Neither, because I think there is a situation. So Salah and Withy don't. So that. So there'd be both the guards that we were talking about make it. They'd yeah, find both, some, the, both the guards and Kleber, and they leave the two-way spot open. They leave the two-way spot open for anybody else. Yeah. Can you? I don't know if you can leave a two-way spot just open for the year. Are you? Does everybody have to fill those? I don't think they have to. Interesting. I don't know. Why wouldn't you though? I don't understand why they wouldn't. But I was. They could. I yeah. was looking at the breakdown of how much they get paid per. Um, like day in the NBA and day in the D League, and uh, it's on Basketball Insiders. It's uh, like four thousand dollars every day that they're in the NBA, and like five hundred dollars every day they're in the G League. <laughs> Dang, that was I know. <laughs> Especially if you don't get all forty-five days, that's like not getting your forty hours a week at work. <laughs> you know, like that's true. if you get paid hourly, which a, a ton of people do now since the that change a while ago. But yeah, so you think there's a there's a possibility that they take I just said I could see it I don't think they I don't think they do but I could see it um I'm gonna go really similar with it um Kleber kind of won me over a little bit tonight which we've both been pretty and just some stuff you know just hearing some a few things that uh Kleber is gonna be on the roster but I'm gonna say the same as you except uh swap out Salah for Withy wow so I hate it because I just told told you the other night in the locker room. I would hate to see Salah go because he's the funniest dude. <laughs> but I've also read some things the other day to where like Mark Cuban was one of the you know biggest people pushing for Jeff Withy. Um, Interesting. So, what does Mark Cuban anyway. know about Jeff Withy? <laughs> Mark Cuban watches some Utah Jazz basketball. Oh, you know he does. In be- in between ta- tapings of Shark Tank. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I will say. Um, I will say that Withy, Kleber, and which even that man like, see even if you like if we say Withy and Kleber or even Sala and Kleber, that limits so. That's why I'm saying it's a possibility guards could be there because then you have Dirk, Powell, McRoberts, Nerlens, Sala, and Kleber, like all of those guys. McRoberts doesn't count. He's not going to be in the rotation. He's just. I mean, he's basically an inactive spot basically but if he get i mean if he gets back healthy i mean i think they can give me some minutes here and there 
I mean, when Dwight Powell's shooting, you can't help to think that McRoberts could be a little better out there. You're so down on, on Dwight Powell. He, hit, he <laughs> so, was 3 of 6 from 3 tonight. That's great. That's awesome. Uh, shout out to Mavs, man, who tweeted out and was like, I finally see where Isaac Harris is coming from <laughs> with with the, with the Dwight Powell analysis. What? Did he give a reason? No, but he, he put the little emoji as a house. And I'm, a, I'm a, assuming that means like laying brick. bricks on a house. <laughs> Even, even though he's hit 50% of his threes tonight. I'm glad he did tonight because the past few games. Whew. So that's the way you think it's going, or that's the way you want it to go. Yeah, I think uh, I think it'll be with Kleber and Clavel at this point, and Dozier gets the two-way spot. I really like Dozier at the two-way spot. I feel like that's that's a better spot for him. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. And then, and then when the season starts – you know, obviously, you can only dress pl- twelve players. McRoberts will be one of the guys not dressing. Yeah, and then Kleber, Clavel, Clavel, and Kleber. I think they'll they'll dress Withy or Salah. You know, whoever it is, but I think it'll be Withy. Dang, and then we'll send send Salah goodbye. Man, I hate that, and I think he would get picked up super quick. Yeah, but I, I like Withy's rebounding better than him, and Withy is is shown that he can you know. He can shoot a little bit better. You know who would probably pick him up really quick? Who? Cleveland. They have tried all these dudes that are yeah, that are just like what Salah brings. I mean, Eddie Tavares is basically a worse version of Salah Mejri, right? Yeah. <laughs> so He just got, like, waved the other day. Yeah, they waved him. They, they keep trying these guys. I mean, they, they brought in Perk. They brought in Bogut. They brought in... <laughs> <laughs> just keep it's just a rotating cast of you know seven foot dudes and you know in dallas obviously hasn't waived anybody yet you know some there's a few teams out there that have already waived a few you yeah. know, player or two um you know because obviously cuts are going to be coming down pretty soon and well really after tomorrow because game one's going to be coming up on wednesday so jeez well it's it'll be up. interesting to see you know to see the stuff come through uh see if there's any surprising people this is always the time of year to where you see somebody kind of surprising. It gets waved. I I always mention, I always go back to Dallenbear because, you know, Dallas brought back Dallenbear a couple years ago. And, uh, and you know, he had a guaranteed contract, like over a million dollars to, you know, be a backup center on the roster. Yeah. And he was one of the guys that didn't make the roster. And you're like, whoa, like <laughs> that was surprising. All right. But, before we, before we move on, uh, and before we bring up the injury for Dennis Smith Jr., I need to give some love to our friend SeatGeek. We, uh, the SeatGeek app is a sponsor of this show. We really appreciate it. A couple of days ago, I wanted my wife wanted to see an NBA game, and she wanted to see it in something other than the 300 level because she <laughs> cannot see all the way down there. She was like, what is the point of me watching these guys? All the way down there. I can't even see them. I don't even know what's going on. And she was very uninterested. So we got on the Seeky Gap. We found some really cheap, you know, preseason tickets that were close. The deal score worked really well. It showed a big green dot right where I wanted to sit. Went ahead, bought the ticket, went in myself. We sat, we watched, she drank, we ate, we were merry. It was awesome. And the Seeky, <laughs> we were merry and we were married. The Seeky Gap made that possible. And best of all, our listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app. 
and enter the promo code LONBA today. I was not able to do that because I had already done it before when I took my dad to an SMU basketball game against Cincinnati, which we are from Cincinnati, and we accidentally sat in the Cincinnati section, which was awesome. Thank you, SeatGeek, for doing that as well. So that promo code is LONBA for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. If you have not done it, the season opener is coming. All right, I'm just going to do this right now. I got my phone right here. I'm going to look up the season opener. Let's see what tickets we have on the SeatGeek app for the season opener for the Mavericks. Sellout, sellout streak. Let's go. We have to continue the sellout streak. Guys, It's that's, that, that's not even a joke. We just have to. <laughs> we just have to. All right, October 18th. There are a ton of tickets. There's an $11 ticket up there on the top. There's a ooh, there's a a nice deal score one in the lower bowl, 50 bucks. 50 bucks. Yeah. Home opener yeah. get to see Dennis Smith Jr.'s first real game. Go to Tiki Gap LONBA. Do it. All right. Dennis Smith Jr. hurt himself. <laughs> basically so weir- basically that's what happened, right? I mean, he's what happened is he's he's driving and uh, or he's not even driving. It looks like he's just about to back down. What was it, Schroeder? And uh, by the way, that was so confusing. The the broadcast I was watching was the Hawks broadcast, and they kept saying Dennis. And I'm like, guys, <laughs> guys <laughs> clarify who you're talking about. We have the real. Yeah, Dennis. we have a Dennis. You have a lesser Dennis. So <laughs> he, he was about to back him down. He was in that mo- that motion, and he stepped on his foot, and he sort of twisted his ankle, and he stayed in the game for another minute or so. And stayed in the game, and then you know Carlisle eventually had to call a timeout, and then he you know took him out, and he was out for the rest of the game. So after the game, Carlisle said that it's not too serious; he could potentially play on Friday. Isaac Harris, do you expect Dennis Smith Jr. to play on Friday? And no. do you want him to play on Friday? No, no, and no. Um, no, I mean, it's just like, don't risk it. Like, I mean, he just sprained it. There's no time in between. I mean, it's a back to back. They got on the plane tonight, flying to Charlotte. And I mean, just, just let him rest it out. Just another day. Get, you want him fresh for that home opener on Wednesday. There's going to be a ton of people there. The excitement has built around this kid. We've seen it nationally really over the past you know week. I know he did a story with Slam. He did a story with Hoops Hype and Alex Kennedy. Um, random you know, random team. outlets are just like posting pictures of him and saying like, "Yeah, be hyped for Dennis Smith Jr." Like NBA TV did that today. They just posted like, you know, is De- this team the next one to follow in the footsteps? And I was like, what the heck? It was just like randomly NBA TV being hyped about Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, the score did some weird thing where they just posted this picture and said most likely to be in a rap video is Dennis Smith Jr. And I was like, what are we, what are like, we're just posting <laughs> pictures of Dennis. Like, I was like, what is that? It's just so it wasn't, didn't even have a link to it or anything. It's just like a picture by itself. How does he win that award and not like Lonzo? Uh, probably because of J Cole. Oh yeah. His true. relationship with J Cole. However, the, the caveat could be that Lonzo would be in his own music video. Oh, yeah, so that doesn't true. count. It has a. to be in somebody somebody else's music video. So. Uh, uh, Lonzo, by the way, not even the best rookie on his own team. Oh my gosh, don't start this. I've been watching some Kuzmania, and uh, he's he's pretty good. He's the real deal. The jumper. <laughs> Nick's, the- Nick's so excited over there as his Lakers fandoms coming out. <laughs> 
Nick Kuzma. <laughs> Kuzma is Kuzma you need to is start great, thinking, man. You need to start thinking of a new like Twitter uh, pun for your name with Kuz and Nick. Well, the thing, <laughs> the thing about it is Nick Van Exel played. Nick Van Exel played for both uh, the Mavericks and the Lakers, so it works. Wow. <laughs> so did Lamar Odom. And Derek, there you and go. Derek Fisher. Oh my gosh! Don't mention that ever again. And almost Rondo. Remember that summer that the Lakers were going to get Rondo and pair him with Kobe. Yes, that would that was going to ruin my life that summer. I was just pleading to the basketball gods, please don't. It's kind of so, like Dwight and Kobe. I don't want Dennis to play either. That there's too many there's too many off the court slash business you know things for him to be ready for that home opener. For the the season opener, See, when the season opener is the home opener, it's just that much bigger. Last year, the the season opener was not the home opener. The season opener last year was Indiana. They had that. Was it, did they go to overtime or was it just it was just a tight game close at the end? I can't remember. Uh, Barnes hit a shot to tie it, um, and they went into overtime. I think they did go into overtime their first game, and then their home opener was was Houston, and it was just not it was not as big. Um, because you kind of already saw it. So it's just like you already got a you know a taste of what you're going to see. And so it wasn't that big. But needs to, and we have needs a mil- to sit out. We have, we have a million guards on the roster. So yeah, it, you're not going to miss it too much. Um, give give P.J. Dozier some more ball handling skills. He had a couple of really good plays today. I was, I, was, I was happy for him. Hater. I'm not a hater. <laughs> I know you're not a hater, just like I'm not a Clavel hater. You are. Um, you are. Because if you're not on the Clavel train, you're, you're not. A <laughs> um, the Dozier just, train is, is is barely packed. I'm just not driving like Dalton is like the. <laughs> he is leading the train up there. Um, I think he's, the, I think I'm, he jumped I'm off a blank. Of it. I think we jumped off what? of it since the since the whole pole incident. What is the freaking person who drives a train? What's his name? The conductor. Conductor, thank you. I can't draw. Oh no, blank. Sir Topham Hat. That's the one from. <laughs> Dalton is the. <laughs> Dalton is that. He's... I'm on the caboose. I'm still on it. I'm just at the caboose, like chilling, eating like a sandwich or something. You're back there day drinking back in the, <laughs> the caboose. I will say this: we get to see Malik Monk tomorrow night in. Oh Cole yeah, Rast. I'm excited about that. Cole, uh, our co-editor at Smoky Cuban, he wrote a piece. Uh, I guess yesterday. I think it was yesterday. It came out, and it was like. Would would fans be th- th- just the same excited right now for Malik Monk? And it was just really it posed an interesting question because I thought about that and I was like, will we ever compare the two? Like I know New York will com- always yeah, be like, what, what if? Yeah, <laughs> uh, they'll they'll always compare. But you know, will Dallas if if Dennis doesn't you know exceed into a top five point guard or something? He's you know just kind of a middle tier average point guard. We don't think he will. But will there ever be a sense of like, what about Malik Monk? Like, will we be monitoring Monk? And because I know I saw him the other day, you know, he put up nineteen. He yeah. can get, get buckets, and so uh, I don't know. It, I think it's just I don't think we'll we'll be comparing because we're all hyped about Dennis. I think it's just more of a testament to how deep this rookie class will be yeah. and is at the at the moment. Because I mean, we've seen Donovan Mitchell already. Yeah. He killed it the other night. So uh, that's the game I was watching the other night. Donovan Mitchell was taking it to the Lakers, and man, he was just—I mean, the Lakers' defense is awful, but Donovan Mitchell looks really, really good. People were asking uh, after the game, and even this week, if you—okay, so straight up, Brandon Ingram for Donovan Mitchell. Who says no? 
Brandon Ingram for Donovan Mitchell. Um, probably especially, especially like immediately after that game. <laughs> yeah, probably the Lakers. Yeah, there's well, a lot of people that's way too low on Brandon Ingram right now. I'll give him to me in a heartbeat. <laughs> none of them are Lakers fans. How about that? <laughs> Man, some of them are like Brandon Ingram's gonna score twenty points a game this season. Dang, I don't know about that. No, but, but that was a, that's what Magic Johnson said. Anyway, we're talking too much about the Lakers today. So Nick, the last thing I want to talk about before we end today, I got the Shea Serrano book. I went to oh, did you? I went to my local Barnes and Noble. I picked it up. They did not have they have it's a Barnes and Noble exclusive, so they have the, these displays everywhere, and so people are posting all these pictures and Shea retweets all of them, and so <laughs> a lot of his books are being set up on the table right next to Hillary Clinton's book, and it's just really funny because it says Hillary Clinton on a sign and the same exact looking sign, same font, same coloring, same size, same everything, with just a green background and this yellow letters, and it just says Shea Serrano, <laughs> it's like right next to Hillary Clinton. <laughs> it's just really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's just going to laugh at himself and just be like, man, how did I get here? But uh, got the book. I've been reading it. There's been a couple. How much was it? It was like 20 bucks. Oh, okay. I think it's cheaper right. online, but um, really, really good. I, I, I enjoy that, that kind of writing. Um, just talking about different things in basketball, but he has a bunch of mentions of Dirk so far because it's, a, it's the history of basketball from, you know, like 1977 to now. But like in these just different questions, like he, he builds the perfect NBA player with all these different attributes. He picked the uh, he picked the Dirk Nowitzki fadeaway over the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar skyhook, and I was proud. Of, I was proud of him for doing that. The uh, he also had an egregious mistake, I believe. But I wanted to I wanted to consult you before I took to Twitter and, and called him out on it. Okay, he was talking about the best nicknames in the NBA. Oh, by the way. When he built the player, uh, he had to pick the perfect name, you know, from a player, and he picked God Sham God as the perfect name, <laughs> <laughs> which is it's just the perfect name. So That's hilarious. the The mistake that he made was he was talking about other nicknames of players, and he was talking about bad nicknames. And one of the nicknames he brought out was the janitor. Oh my gosh! And he called Brian Cardinal the janitor. Now. We've been calling him the custodian. Everywhere that I've seen calls him the custodian. Is yeah. the janitor also correct for a guy that's been following the maps longer than me? I mean, I, I have heard it before. I'm not going to say it's like a, like just totally off the wall, but it's the custodian. Like, yeah, that's his name. It's the custodian. It's in my freaking like bio on my, on the smoking Cuban, like about me page. <laughs> I have it in my bio that the custodian should have a statue outside of the AAC. But <laughs> like a smaller one. <laughs> yeah, just like a little Lego one. Or how about in the in the uh the custodian's closet in the AAC? You <laughs> open it up and there's just the custodian carts and then there's just a statue of Brian Cardinal. <laughs> so anyway, I wanted to uh, I wanted to bring yeah. that up. MFFLs, if you guys are out there, tweet us if you think the janitor is an acceptable nickname for Brian Cardinal or if it should remain the custodian. If I should tweet Shay and let him know the egregious error that he has made, if it is. So, <laughs> guys, Dennis Smith Jr. will be okay. Everything's fine. Uh, ex- be excited about Maxi Cleaver. Be excited about John Clavel. Be excited about the season. One more preseason game tonight, and then we are in the home stretch, ready for the NBA season to finally begin. 
I just Googled it to see if the janitor even popped up. And, and pop- literally, before I finished Brian Cardinal nickname, it says the custodian. He could have just Googled it, man. He could have Googled it. Shay. You can tell bro. you can tell a lot of this book he went straight from memory though. Hey, that's cool. Yeah. I still gotta finish reading Bill's book. It's like a freaking that came out. Piece. That came out like forty five years ago. I know, but it's like an encyclopedia, and it takes you forty five years to read. I finished that book, and I do not read books. I you can ask anybody in my life. Dear God, that's <laughs> all I do is read. I read Bill Simmons's book in one week. It's like seven hundred pages. I read it in one week because we were up visiting my grandparents in their not not their farmhouse in Michigan, by the way, that doesn't have internet, barely has electric, all this stuff. In the what they call the cabin in the upper peninsula of Michigan, which is like even farther removed from civilization, where they literally didn't have power and literally barely barely had running water. <laughs> so I was like, "What am I going to do?" So I brought the book and I just read it the whole time. Actually, sounds really awesome, and I would love to do that right now. No, just no service, nothing. He's stuck out there. It sounds marvelous. Actually. That's why we're different. All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Locked On Mavericks. Continue to check it out through the rest of the season. And uh, thanks for – guys, we almost made it through the summer. I still feel like it's summer. You know, I feel I still feel like it hasn't really kicked into gear yet. It's preseason. We haven't made it. We're not out of the woods yet. It does. It feels weird, um, especially it feels weird with our schedule. So, obviously, our listeners have been listening. And, yeah. You know, we kind of – we're doing it with the games and here and there, and we're obviously going to have a break in between tomorrow's game and game one. Uh, but we're also going to see some news over the next few days, some league news. We're going to see cuts. You know, Mavericks are going to trim their roster probably over the weekend and, yep. you know, maybe Monday uh, at the latest. Or So we'll have some good stuff to talk to. Man, night one's Wednesday night. It's crazy that it's here, but I'm so ready for it. I'm so ready to be past preseason. After tomorrow or Friday, so after today, I will do a Reddit AMA at some point between then and the start of the season, and then we'll do a pod talking about those questions. So if you want to get some questions in, we will have a whole pod talking about those questions. So get them in when I do my AMA on Reddit Mavericks. So go check that out. If you're not on, if you're not on Reddit, go go be on Reddit. It's good. It's, uh, it's should fun. I get on Reddit? Re- Nick. They they actually asked me that the mods asked me if you would want to do one too, and I was like. No. The mods. What's the mod? The moderators. The moderators. Oh, yeah. oh, dang. It sounds like a ICQ term or something. Bobby Corolla just did one last week. Bobby. That's probably Bobby's alley, though. Yeah. Um, you know what? If 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 listeners are going to come out in full force, I'll get on there with you. I'll do I'll do a Reddit AMA with Tweet you. Tweet Isaac, and he will get he will jump on the Reddit AMA with me. I will. We'll, I'll hop on there. We'll I'll let Nick do most of the uh, most of the stuff, but I'll get on there and check the questions and chime in here and there. It Guys, sounds kind of fun. Thank you so much. We will check back with you tomorrow. Pizza. Boom.